Somebody just told me that they had a child who, Rahman al-Utzlan, Loyalainu, had Yanamachla, physical cancer. And for the two years that the child went through the treatments and everything, what didn't they do for this kid? The kid was able to manipulate, say, oh, I don't want to do homework. No homework. And they took on trips. They took her, they took her everywhere, everywhere in the world. And nobody said, oh, maybe they're going to be spoiled. Maybe she's going to be spoiled. How could you spoil her? It's not good for her. If somebody doesn't know if they're going to live or die, if someone is not stable and someone's not able to hold their own and, 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 and pull their load and be functional and, and have sipo kachayim and sipo kanefesh and someone is going through that, they don't get spoiled when you spoil them. You take them on vacation, you boost them, you keep on giving them the ability that they shouldn't give up on life. Like a hot air balloon that's in the sky and has a hole in it. And it's coming down. If it crashes, it's very, very dangerous. So our job is to make sure that we keep on filling it up with hot air until they manage to figure out how to how to fix the hole, which they can. They will. But our job is to make sure it doesn't crash. Keep on raising it and raising it and raising it. Thinking, what can I do? For this child, they don't get spoiled when you put light and life into their lives and you take them out of here and you bring them to a beautiful life and you're nice to them and you give them comforts because they have a million ounces or kilobytes or whatever example you want of undeserved and unearned pain. Why are we so worried about giving them undeserved, unearned pleasure? We're just trying to balance out a little bit of what's going on in their brain. We had a parent that the kid was suicidal and the father wants to teach him about the value of a dollar. Very important, but how about we wait for the kid to be alive and stable and then we'll teach him all these important lessons. You have to help out to be part of the house. Not when you want to die. Depression, anxiety, any machla, any machla, not functioning, not enjoying life, not having friends, not happy. At that point, boost and boost and boost. It's really, we want to give them, we want to spoil their nefesh. We want to massage their, their nefesh, that they feel loved and accepted and not pressured and admired and liked. But then we use the relationship to boost them with fun. F-U-N. And undeserved fun. Everybody's like, oh, they're going to be spoiled. They're always going to go for a sklazet. First of all, I'll be very happy if they're alive and functioning and happy, and yismach leibim of Akshay Hashem, and they're a little spoiled. I can live with that. We have to be successful at keeping them out, out, of, out of the danger that they're in. People are so busy about spoiled, they don't realize how many kids that we had that were suicidal, that are Baruch Hashem alive. And how many kids that were on heavy drugs and in bad places that are Baruch Hashem out of there. And, and you're doing that. So side effect, I wouldn't mind a side effect of being spoiled. One more spoiled Jew in the world. We can handle it. Tell them to marry rich. But the surprises, and, and we have this constantly, is that they're not spoiled at the end. They become so appreciative. They realize that, wow, you were there for me. I was in such a dark place, and you filled my life with, yes, we, we take them to Hawaii. Take them to Hawaii, Shem Havaya. It does miracles, Hawaii. Take them to Costa Rica. Take them, get them out of here, and let them, let them have, have undeserved pleasure to balance out the undeserved pain that, that Hashem gave them, that they, that people hurt them with, and that you don't lose out by doing that, and they don't get spoiled in the long run. When they get healthy, they will, and it's amazing, if we didn't, if we didn't actually try this, there would be no way to know. But we've done this. We're past this already. So many people have the, the same questions of Aleph Bey's, you know, what about this? What about that? Because they never, 
They never did it. We did the experiment. We have hundreds and hundreds of parents. And we did the experiment. People three years later, five years later, ten years later, twelve years later. And we know that when they get healthier, they, they get cheap. And they don't just spend everything. And you're nodding your heads, right? They get cheap. And they start helping you. And they start caring about you. And they start caring about their siblings. And they start... Because they're good. They're good. And they're not spoiled. Spoil them rotten. But it's not really rotten. It's <laughs> spoil them to life. When they're going through this hor- horrifically horrible stage that they want to die and they just see darkness in the world, pump them up, pump them up. Life is great, life is fun, relaxing, no pressure. That's what the Ger Rebbe told, the Ger Rebbe Shlita told a Ger Chassid. He told me the story. The Rebbe said, No pressure. Everybody's saying, but he has to, but he's gonna, but, but, no but. Take away all the pressure. No. You don't have to clean, you don't have to help, you don't have to cook, you can lie there. You see that when you're vacuuming, they don't even lift their legs up, you know? They're broken. Four years ago, or three years ago, or six years ago, they were able to help. So you see, it, the mom is broken. Let them be, take away all lachat, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. You don't have to work, you don't have to do anything. Just have to smile if you can, and boost them and make them happy. And you look a couple of years later, our kids are happier, and then, Yismach Leiv, Mavak Hashem, they start, they're not allergic to Yiddishkeit, and they start to want to be interested in this, and interested in that. we got to make them happy while, while we can, as much as we can.